Welcome to the Porn Stars Are People podcast. I'm here with Lola Faye. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, we're in uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, this is this is home base. Yeah. You're in this this ish area. What's what are the secrets of the of the town? What am I supposed to do here? So far, I've tried to get barbecue and failed miserably. Um. Well, good barbecue that I remember. I'm a vegan now, but like good barbecue that I've had was like down in Davie. Um, what I do here, there's a coffee shop called The Alchemist that I really okay. like. Yeah. Um, and it's just really cute and eclectic. Yeah, I need that too. <laughs> That's the thing I haven't done yet was when I first got here, I actually was freaking out because I got here and I couldn't figure out what the Wi-Fi was. And it was just like, and then I was trying to figure out if, if my life in 2017 can exist without Wi-Fi. And I was like running off my phone. I made it like a day. But then in the whole process, I was like, I need to find like a cool coffee shop and when i googled the closest thing that was like cool good coffee was mm-hmm. like a florist shop oh yeah i've do, been there too on las olas yeah what's it's like called like ann's or annie yeah, or Anne's like that? Florist. okay like is it. that good okay well so I'll, i will check that out mm-hmm. but so far yeah so far i've been i've been running around trying to meet and interview porn stars and it's it's left me very little time to do the fun stuff so the alchemist i'm going to check that out mm-hmm. i'll have to go to the florist spot and then uh, this is the part that's actually the word i haven't done any of the outside stuff I'm gonna go home in with the same coloration that I that I left. Oh, you haven't with. gone to the beach. I'm going to the beach. I'm done anything, so I don't. Well, there's there's a. Um, I like Dania Beach more. That's um, what ever, That's what people Fort were telling Lauderdale. me. If you're gonna go to Fort Lauderdale, there's a place called the Jetties, and it's just you gotta figure out how to get there. Okay, <laughs> the Jetties, and then uh, hopefully I got a buddy. My brother has a buddy who uh, rents out jet skis and boats. I'm gonna try to get that into the trip somewhere mm-hmm. along the line and and do that thing. But they actually. They actually, I'm kind of afraid of, of jet skis. Like, I'm always like, oh, I'm so cool. I'm going to get out there. And then, like, on the ocean, like, like those, the water fights back. Yeah. I mean, you're just getting really soaking wet. Because I'm, I'm used to doing, I remember the last time I went out, I was like, uh, I, you know, last time I was in Florida, I was a kid, I was with my parents, and I was, on, and I was like, behind my dad, and we were doing that thing. Or maybe, maybe he was behind me, because maybe I was still little. But either way, I was just getting slammed in the face with salt water. I had no glasses. It was like, this isn't fun. Just take me in. Just wear some goggles. And gotta get, so now I got to go get goggles. It's like a whole thing. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to stay home. That's what happens to me. Uh, so I'm in my 30s. So then it, once like more than three things have to like get added to the errand, you're just like, you know what? I don't need to do any of this stuff. <laughs> I'm just going to not do it. Go kayaking. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and no, I can't. Uh, Wesley Park. Wesley Park is a place to go kayaking? Yeah. The last time I was in Miami, I uh, we were kayaking uh on my cousin lives on this on this little lake or inlet. I don't really know what it is. Honestly, it just looks like something flooded, and they just like they built they built houses around it. Be like, no, it's waterfront. It's mm-hmm. good. So we were we were so we were like kayaking around this thing, and this fucking bald eagle flies over the top of us. It was crazy. Like I don't know. I don't. There's like so much kayaking is very surreal. There's so much nature in even just even just here. Like there was something on the roof, on this house last night mm-hmm. that was like crawling around. Uh, and like and like na- it was like it sounded huge. It's probably a possum or a raccoon. I started freaking out. I was like flipping on the lights. Or maybe like a really frisky iguana. Or just a dude, <laughs> just just like a dude who's like trying to get in here. Uh, a frisky iguana. Yeah, there's a. I saw a toad in the back of this thing out here. I was in here just watching TV and I had like a little itch on my foot. I looked down. There's like a three inch bug just eating my leg. <laughs> 
earlier there was a cockroach in here the size of my foot like there's a lot going on down here it's like yeah the bugs you gotta know how to keep them out and i think well and then the other thing is i think in the sun like the mosquitoes won't come out so i'm outside i'm just playing on my phone and then i start looking and i'm like a little scratch and then i start looking at my body and i'm like i just got bit like 30 times mm-hmm. you're pretty close to the water yeah so. there's something yeah there's something right here i mm-hmm. went to like i went this this is what i've done on this trip i went i went and got a um what is it called? Oysters by myself. I was like, it was just like, it was late night. I was like, coming back from like uh, some other place. And, uh, and I got back. I don't know anybody here. So I was just like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go to whatever's close. And the other thing was open was like a raw bar. So I just like went alone to get oysters. It was like one of the weirdest like solo dates I've ever been on with myself. Well, solo dates are really nice. Um, I find. Yeah. I you uh, like take your time and you bring a book. Yeah. You'll read at the table. Yeah. 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 I'm like, Bookworm. Okay. What are you reading now? Um, the last book that I just finished finished is um, v- Witches Untamed Unleashed, on Un- something like that. Uh, that was pretty good. Um, I'm also reading. I read like multiple books. Sure. Yeah. Time. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty bad with it. It's just like almost just like anything else. Like I've been you, reading like, like a lot of um. There's a book. For like porn stars coming out stories that I've been reading. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, so coming out to their families. Uh, to their or families, to like people in general. That's interesting. So, what's your what's your take? Where are you on that spectrum? Have you come out to people? Do people know that you're um, in this industry? Everyone knows, except for at this current time, I haven't spoken directly with my parents about it. Okay. We're like on fantastic terms. You are um, on fantastic terms. Yes. So, are you worried that talking about it is going to change that? I mean, I know that any response that anyone gives me about what I do is a response out of love. So I've accepted that. Okay. Um, whatever they may choose to do is their own choosing. Yeah. So you're scared? Not necessarily scared. I just feel like when the time is right. So how long either have you... I will do it or they'll find or out. Or they'll just and then find they'll out. Talk to me. And then they'll bring so, it up. Um, so where's your family? Your family's here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not Fort Lauderdale exactly. I won't say exactly. That's fine. Uh, you don't don't st- <laughs> don't stalk her family. Uh, so, how long have you been in the industry? That that it that it like and and then how long do you think it's like can be a, like a secret? The porn industry specifically. I started last December. Okay, so um. we're on to so 2016 December. Mm-hmm. So we're on almost a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting thing, and 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 I like to, I do like to compare. That's the other thing. That's the other thing. The reason why I I thought that this was a smart idea for a podcast was I really do think that there's a lot of um, crossover or similarities between comedy and porn, and it's another one of those things that like your family doesn't really want you to be doing comedy either. Like, it's one of those things where people are like, "What do you tell your mom? Like, what's your?" And you're just like, (laughs) "No, dude, this is what I love. I'm gonna do it." This is what I'm into. Um, so yeah, but yeah, it's, it's obviously not the same conversation mm-hmm. coming out to your parents about doing comedy. But but you do. But as a comedian, sometimes you talk about things that you wouldn't otherwise um, openly talk about. Uh, which is which that was the that was like the 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 mark for me was people would be like, I can't believe you said that in front of your mother, and I'm like, no, that's that's my mom. Like mm-hmm. like she like I'm this way because of her. Mm-hmm. Like she did this kind of like it's her fault kind of. Well, um. I don't want to say my parents are the reason why I'm going to say that. Um, 
But they, but but wasn't <laughs> but wasn't there a level? Was there a level of support or I um, guess? I mean, I've always been very supportive by my parents, like with whatever I wanted yeah. to do. Um, even like when I fucked up, they were like, "Well, that was your choice." Yeah, you know, and this is my choice. I very much enjoy what I do. I took a while to like. I waited till I was twenty-one. Yeah, I wanted to do it since I was like eighteen. Yeah. Um. So were you like feeling out the idea or what was the what was the process like? What? Uh, I was just, you know, I was not concerned about society. I would just didn't want to do that to my family. OK, interesting. And then I was so like, why are, do, you, do you think and then I is there a community aspect that you think that people are going to judge them based on what you're doing? Um. Are they particularly like no, not known even that. or anything? No, not even that. It's just like that's something that they particularly need education about. Sure. Um, that's the best way to put it. What had happened was I lived kind of the scenario of them finding out so many times in my head. It was like I had already lived it. And I was like, well, shit, I can totally do that. <laughs> I was like, well, shit, I can totally yeah. do that. I can... Yeah, whatever people response to you doing porn or anything atypical, it's because they have some sort of weird love for you. So if they act really negatively about it, that just explains the place that they come from. Yeah, well, yeah. well, ever And everybody wants to tell everybody what to do with everything. Either way, it's like like even 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 as simple as telling somebody what your particular dietary needs are. A lot of times, <laughs> those people will like argue that point with you, and then you're like, "Dude, I just uh, it doesn't. You don't have to agree with. I'm, but I'm still gonna eat the thing that I'm trying to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, but ever that's a problem. Everybody thinks they're an expert about everything, and they they kind of need to be. And then you know, and it is, and I, and I think a lot of people don't understand this industry. What do you mean they need to be an expert? Well, they think that they are. Oh, they think that. They yeah. Are. So like, yeah. They, so for that, for their own like identity. I heard something on the news the other day. Right. And yeah. They just they, they chip into the conversation the six points that they know that they heard somebody else say and mm-hmm. they whatever. And obviously, the porn industry has a particular, uh, na- you know, name to it and and a, and, a, and an idea behind it's it. It's just a. It's a just taboo to the general mainstream yeah and what i also think is i also think it's changed a lot and i think opinion hasn't hasn't curved with it and so you know we all still think it's sort of naughty and we think that it's uh uh, unhealthy and we think that it's uh people in the industry that are that are that are being sort of i hate you you use the word cuckold in because that's that's a whole other thing but like you know there's there there was this there's this idea of people that are being uh people not knowing what they're getting involved in and people like that's i think that's the lasting impression that people still have is that oh these poor young girls they don't even know what they're doing uh someone's like convincing them to do this and they're sort of like hostages in the thing right and And that's I haven't had, and I haven't met people that 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 i feel like are in that experience and i i think that's an old idea and Mm -hmm. but that's a go ahead not necessarily an old idea. Every once in a while, you still find those girls that are like, I had no idea what I was getting into. Yeah. And I'm like, well, sweetheart, you should have done some research. Right. Girls just anything like that. It's kind of a lack of self-education. Sure. You know, I agree like with that. you should totally look at everything you're getting into and weigh out all the options before you do it. Most large decisions. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. putting your butthole on the internet, you know? <laughs> yeah. I just, did, you know, when I put my butthole on the internet, I just didn't understand that people were going to see it. You know, I just, for some reason, I thought that it was just going to be three people, not 
the entire world. But I think that there are a lot of um, girls that really are coming into the industry that are enjoying their job. Yeah. Um, and also that they're a little bit older, too. You know, like a lot of girls that are in like their 20s, like 24, are coming to this and they're doing really well. And they're also casted as like a younger look because they still look young. You know, like I hate when I hear about age. Yeah. You know, like every er, anytime you do something where you're showing you're using your looks in some sort of way. Yeah. To make money, everyone will kind of tell you like your age dies at like 22 or 29 or something. And I'm like, that's flipping ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it's not the case anymore. You know, it doesn't all have to be 18, barely legal teeny boppers. Right, right. You know, even though I look super young and I have that young, youthful appeal, I have tattoos, which kind of makes excuse, it a Excuse you older? Excuse me older, because without them, I would look very young. Yeah, my, um... This that's the thing that I found out when I tried to to branch out a little further, in, you know, outside of comedy is anything that where you're getting cast in a thing, mm-hmm. which can be, you know, comedians. Luckily, we get to make our own path a little bit based on on what we're talking about. But then when you got to be a different thing, I found out quickly like uh, what the industry thinks I look like, and they so basically I like got a bunch of like ISIS roles, like just like. ISIS, random guy trying to infiltrate the Taliban, like, and I'm Italian, so like mm-hmm. all those things, like, were like, no, I'm I'm Italian, I'm not Middle Eastern, <laughs> so it's just interesting that you really get to know more about yourself and how people view you based on what the things that people try to offer you, like yeah. the roles they try to offer you. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, hey, yeah, you're 14. You're like, what? No, I'm well, an adult. And not even that, like, they they'll never say that. Oh, <laughs> hopefully, I I haven't had that experience. Um. <laughs> They'll never be like you're 14, but you know I'm I'm fairly small. I am getting dressed up in kids' clothes, yeah. And I do like age play. It is very naughty and kinky, but also I think that it can go two ways because you can have the argument that like having really young looking girls in porn kind of like skews guys more to have an outlet, sure. Um, or you know then there's people out that are like. That's unhealthy. And, yeah, you know it's. That's fun. wow. So that's funny because when I was in like the end of a high school college, I had two buddies who were drastically on the on the other end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. So my one buddy was just like he was just into young girls, and I mean he was only eighteen, so like you know he was into like that whole his age group and like a little younger, you know, mm-hmm. and so you know we'd be out, and it's just it's just that thing where like oh look at the and you're like and I'm like dude that girl's. They're girls 16, like, you know, get your life together. And then I'd be out my other buddy who just liked old women. And he would, so we'd be out and be like, look at her. I was like, dude, that she's got, you know, she's got her whole family with her. Like, leave her alone. And it's just interesting to see this, this spectrum of taste because I didn't know where I stood until I met these two extremes. And I was like, no, no, I'm right in the middle. Girls my age are kind of where I'm at. And then, you know, there's a little play there. But mm-hmm. but these guys were on the, on the, on the outskirts, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I like having that like young appeal i like having that like young petite appeal because i had to come to like accept it yeah versus being like i come from a curvy italian family yeah so (laughs) yeah i'm just like that really petite runt of the litter yeah so the runt (laughs) the runt that's funny um so yeah so so your family so your family's always like just eat something okay just 
Oh no! Just stand like, around. Not even, not even that. Cause not that I, they're I, trying I, to fatten you up, but they're Italian, so they just show love through food. Um, I mean, I find, um, my I find so, some people do that. It just really depends on yeah. like how well they know me and if yeah. they've seen me eat like large meals. Yeah. What does that mean? Are you, or do you go? I do mean, you go like, in? Yeah, I love food. <laughs> food is like, I I will. If okay, I found this out recently. If I'm feeling particularly horny and I do not get satisfied, I will go and like binge on food. It's, yeah, yeah. But at least it's all vegan. So. Yeah. Well, that's what they say. They're like that. The people are like, well, vegan. It's not. It's so. Why are you? Why are you vegan? What's the? Th- why do you think that this is the thing for you? And why do you think that vegan is the, the answer to eating? Okay. <laughs> questions there so well because some people go way over the top yeah i mean um, and it's not about it's not just about them it's about everything and and yeah absolutely so where are you with this well i always kind of had a really close connection to animals when i was younger that was what i liked okay you like it like a doolittle lola doolittle (laughs) i like that movie too (laughs) um and i always kind of felt like empathy and compassion for them and i wanted to be a vet when i was younger and so i was like it doesn't make sense to eat my patients yeah so i went vegetarian when i was 12 no shit yeah so i was on and off for a long time and then it's coming up on my i think two-year vegan mark now okay um i went vegan specifically for like the environmental impacts i was vegetarian for the ethical um for the ethical yeah. reasons, and then I went vegan because of the environmental reasons. You save a lot of resources. Sure, mm-hmm. but isn't a lot of the thing okay? But isn't a lot of the things like that are supporting that market, like soy and 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 such, and almonds? The you know the big conversations that I've been hearing now are the that neither of those two things are environmentally conscious because mm-hmm. it takes. Uh, some some absurd amount of water to make one almond, and and the and way that bees. they're processing soy is mm-hmm. a is a problem. So where do you stand on that stuff? Um. Well, I really don't like buy a lot of dairy, like fake dairy yeah, products. Yeah. Um. If I do, it's usually cashew milk. Yeah. Um. But if I'm going to get coffee, I'm not gonna like stress over getting almond milk. Yeah. Like my dietary intake saves more water than people taking like really really short showers (laughs) okay you know it's it's all about the give and take on that and it's constantly about like self-educating sure and keeping up with the knowledge on that like if they figure out how to ethically lab produce meat like you you know yeah i don't know the fake meats yeah i'm not so I mean, okay, that's really so okay. So here's where, so here's where the so here's where I live in in this world is, uh, it's for me it's not as much about what is ethically right and wrong about how they handle the animals. It's more about what are they doing to the animals that I'm going to put into my body. Oh, and it's awful. So once you're in a lab, lab is the dirtiest word you can say to me. Lab and food because you can't. I, you know that for me that's the that's the cardinalist well, hydroponics. of. Sure. Sure. Uh, yeah, I guess that's a lab. Uh, but but the problem is, you know, it's there's n- it's never enough, right? So that's like the, we're injecting a gene in there that's mm-hmm. not supposed to be in there, right? There's uh, there's fish genes in in, partic- in some vegetables because of the, the you know certain qualities that it 
that it brings. And it's like once we start combining things that shouldn't have been combined in nature and that nature wouldn't have done is when you put them on our bodies. And, of course, they're reacting wrong because we've skipped we've skipped the whole evolutionary process. Mm-hmm. Who I was having this debate with somebody the other day with that we were talking about. They thought that something that okay so they thought uh, the way that we've that we've bred dogs is evolution and i couldn't have disagreed more because we did it i mean we we literally we put these we put these two animals together and we lock them in a room or we do what's worse and we literally just take their thing and we just put it in the other animal and we've made animals that couldn't have otherwise uh happened you know over a a short period of time we've we've changed this this evolutionary curve and so the the effects are are drastic. There's crazy diseases and cancer and all of these things around us. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go buy a pug. <laughs> Pugs are adorable, yeah. but, but they can't breathe. They yeah. <laughs> um, not that there's I'm not I'm not saying anything negative about people that have pugs, but like pugs No, fuck those people. No, don't don't walk the line. Fuck anymore. you pug owners. Just like three people are just like, oh, I can't, I can't watch her stuff anymore. She doesn't like pug owners. I think pugs are adorable, but no, they, they should not be bred. You do you They're remember? Skulls. Do you remember the puggle? They combined the pug with a beagle, mm-hmm. and it was the as a puppy, it was the cutest thing. So there was like a whole period of time, like right, I think it was like right when I got to college, right around um, high school, around there, and the puggle was the thing, and they were the the cutest little puppies, and then they grew up, and there's no uglier dog. Than a puggle, <laughs> it, it goes from being the cutest little thing to the ugliest, like dragon creature. I'm gonna have to look it up. It's like a sewer rat. Mm-hmm. Do you, you did you ever read those scary books growing up? Which scary books? Uh, I can't. I think it was not Shel. It wasn't Shel Silverstein. It was like I think it was literally. It was called Scary Stories and More. It was like one of those. It was like one through three, and one of them oh, I know what you're had about. this. So the thing that I remember the most was the story about a girl who had a who had a ribbon on her neck, and her her husband's like always asking her about it. And then the other one was this guy like gets this uh, this like Mexican dog, and he brings it back. And then the moral of of the end of the story was that it was like it was like this uh, eighty pound sewer rat. Mm-hmm. That he like got And it was like living in his house uh, Well That's what a puggle My point is That's what a puggle <laughs> looks like puggle. It looks It looked like It looked like the thing That they drew in the scary storybook Well rats are super cute <laughs> I like rats Okay Well then that's a That's a whole other opinion <laughs> then So you would like to have a big uh, uh, R-O-I-S R-O-U-S R-O-U-S Rodents of unusual size It's from the, From Princess Bride the R-O-U-S's. Have you seen Princess Bride? Yeah. Um, no, I don't think I have. <laughs> My roommates have actually been trying to get me to watch it with them. Yeah, oh, it's fantastic. I actually said it, and somebody, I was in an, I was in one of these stupid castings, and they and they tried to, like, they're like, well, we're going to ask crazy questions. They're like, what's your favorite movie? And I said, Princess Bride. And I think they thought I was talking about the Princess Diaries for for how they looked uh-huh. at me. And they didn't know what the Princess Bride was. I was like, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a magical story of fantasy and and uh, relationships, and you know, it's the whole thing. And then they're just looking at me like this, this piece of shit likes the the Princess Diaries. That movie's terrible. <laughs> Although that movie made a lot of money. So anyway, okay. So so what do you watch? What are you into uh, entertainment wise? Do you listen? You said you read a lot. You already asked me about books. I asked you about books, but so is that the only thing you do entertainment wise? Like, um, do you watch TV? Wise, I mean, I I like YouTube. Um, Yeah. I will watch like series with my boyfriend. Yeah. Um. Mister Mister Robot was really good. Yes. 
Um, I've I heard like this. Black Mirror. I okay. like things that are kind of long. Yeah. Dystopic. Okay. That's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. So what's the Mr. Robot is set in the future, and there's some like uh, well, I don't know the show. Is so it set in the future? So I don't know the show at all. Isn't that set in the future? I don't know anything about I Mr. Could Robot. I totally think that that was set like. 2017. I think that. Well, I think that's the goal. But but they've but they've jumped the shark on a couple ideas. Right. So what's the what's what's the main theme of Mr. Robot? Tell us about it. Tell us about the show. Well, sell us on the show. <laughs> <sighs> well, I thought I was only supposed to be selling myself as a product. <laughs> Damn. Okay. So Mr. Robot is about a schizophrenic hacker okay. who sees his dad, um, and he thinks his dad is like a part of himself yeah um and so he's constantly battling with that and he's hacking um e-corp okay and he sees it as like evil corp sure um and he's just trying to like take down this large money conglomerate he wants so he wants to What's what's his goal? He wants to take the bank well, down. He wants he, he wants to dissolve to, money. Like, take everyone's debt. He okay. He wants to dissolve the debt, debt out, and okay. then um, he like shows Evil Corp for like what they Who are, they are quote yeah. unquote. And then I think like Ecoin becomes a thing. Okay. Okay. So it's all of these things. It's Bitcoin. It's all the things. It's about. It's but about money. But I just money. really it's like like dystopic. Yeah. Um, when things like they're showing. When shows are kind of trippy, I like yeah. that too. So and he's schizophrenic, yeah, and it, sure. they make it very okay. back and forth. So then, so then there's there's whole other chunks of, of you're like, of is time this real? Where you don't know if he's yeah, if he's uh, uh, having uh, what is it? What what's the word I want? A uh, not a daydream, but a. Um, oh, I think I spoiled something. I'm not gonna say what I. Spoiled. Oh, did you spoil the whole thing? Uh, no, I do we not know? Do thing. we not know that he's schizophrenic? No, you do we know not know that he meets his dad? Do we not know that there's e coins? Do we not know that he dissolves the debt? <laughs> Which of those things did you ruin? Um, those are all still vague things. That's fine. Are, yeah, it's those vague. are vague. You plot need points. to watch. Yeah. Meanwhile, I I just realized oh, I got I got to catch up on on Ray Donovan. So okay. So what else? So so you said your animal. So what's your animal thing now? Are you this? Do you have like parrots and? Uh, I mean, um, I don't. Dogs and cats. I'm and, not big on like owning um exotic animals. Yeah. You know, it's all about adopting, not breeding or supporting kind of big it's just not like supporting the enslavement of sure, animals sure. in certain ways but I do have a bearded dragon um I got this bearded dragon because this girl was trying to like get rid of it and she was like my parents won't let me have it anymore I'll give it to you and I was like yeah, I'll take, yeah, a, I'll take a bearded dragon. dragon. I'll take care of it. Let me quickly Google bearded dragon. I, I have a vague idea of what I think a bearded dragon is, but let me make sure that we're um, on the same page. Like Tell me the about the bearded dragon. They're really cute dragons. They're what? They're the equivalent of really cute dragons. They need a lot of calcium. And they're... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They this is the one I thought warm. it was. And so you got this... Do you have this set up? You have this little light? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this light set up, and then so what are they? What's their what's their life? I mean, he just sits in the he just sits in the cage. Or you let him you let him run around the house. Um, I bring it out. I don't let him run around the house because I have dogs. Um, okay, she's terrified of like being outside. Okay, <laughs> suddenly, um, I might actually. She thinks the whole world is in the cage. Is she? You know, she just thinks like the outside world is terrifying. If I bring her in my room, I'll let her like run around my room yeah. and everything. I won't let her run around the house. Um, because then you know she might pancake under something. You know, like 
go under the couch where so I just get stuck. Her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just get stuck under like the fridge if I let her run around. Yeah, we had a we had a gerbil growing up and put him in the ball when you clean his cage, and then every once in a while he would just figure out how to open up the the, the ball, and they would get out, and then we didn't really know what to do, so we would just basically like try and handle uh, the the doors and stuff. We don't want to run out, so then so then we would always go on these like midnight hunts for him because that's when we figured we could <laughs> find him, and we would and we would find him. Me and my father would like flashlight. We shut out all the lights. Me and my father with flashlights, just like shining shit, trying to find just eyes glowing back at us. Sounds like it would have been easier to get a different cage. Yeah, probably the ball. Yeah, well, I think what happened was my brother took it back. My brother and my sister took it from. Uh, school. It was one of those things. Oh, okay, got you. It was mm-hmm. like the, it was the school one. Like mm-hmm. they watched him be born or whatever. And they, who wants a gerbil? And my brother's like, I want a gerbil. And then he brings his gerbil home, and we're like, we don't want a fucking gerbil. <laughs> I have um a hamster too. Uh, I, I it's funny how I got it. I went to the pet store to pick up like aquatic plants. Yeah. And um, there was this guy with a hamster, and the cage was like covered in ants. And he was trying to get rid of it to the pet store. He's trying to bring it to the pet store. He's like, I don't need this. Yeah, he's like, um, well, apparently he was renovating a house, and the lady was like, just throw it away. Oh, so so he was doing kind of the right thing. Yeah, so he was trying to bring it to this pet store, and the pet store was like, no, we don't have room for a hamster. We're not taking a hamster. (laughs) You can't just we're not taking hamsters off the street. What kind of place do you think this is? Yeah, exactly. So then he came up to us, and he was like, "Do you do you want this hamster? Yeah, I want a hamster." (laughs) (laughs) I was like. That's an, my that's an interesting way to start a conversation. Y'all want a hamster? No, not exactly like that. He was like, you know, can can you help me out? <laughs> Do you want this hamster? Yeah. Um, and then my boyfriend didn't say no, so I took it. <laughs> he just stand. He just stood there. I was like, I'm can I have like, it? Just let you decide. And he's like, you know, if you're gonna take care of it, and I was like, okay. Hamster up. <laughs> so now I have fun. a hamster. So now you what's the hamster's name? His name is Jerry. Jerry? Yeah, Jerry the hamster. Where, where did Jerry the hamster get his name from? Tom and Jerry. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> Interesting. Wait, was Jerry the Jerry was the mouse? I'm pretty sure. I never know. On I'm those duos sure I never knew who anybody was. Tom was the cat. Okay, well that yeah, that would be Tom the cat. Tomcat, mm-hmm. Jerry the mouse. Got it. Yeah. I never knew. I never knew who any of the, the duos were. Unless they unless they had their own solo television show. So what did you grow up on? What did, what was uh, what was something that uh influenced influenced you dramatically as a child? <laughs> something Okay. Dramatically. So, something that influenced me a lot mm-hmm. was actually um a book and it was how I overcame the fear of death. That's the name of the book? No. Or that's what happened in your life. That, okay, so which That was book? what kind of like because for some reason, when I was younger, I was like super shy, very anxious, and that was you. Oh, like, and it's this not because because and it's because you thought you were gonna die. I at wasn't. Any home? It wasn't about dying, but I was very like scared of like the idea of death. Sure, you know, as living creatures are. And um, the book was called, I think, like the Warriors, and okay. it's about cats. <laughs> okay, it's about like a society of cats. So, yeah. so wait, so you what was see, like, the theme. what was the thing? That they were that they had figured out about death. Um, it was just like what would happen after the cats died. Like they would go, and it was kind of like I would say it was like it was it was an idea of an afterlife that like I could kind of dig. So you want to go to cat heaven? That would be cool. <laughs> um, I'm not allergic. I would not oppose it. I probably wouldn't want to stay there forever. I wouldn't want to go to cat heaven. Um. I would not want to go to cat heaven. I wouldn't at say all. cat heaven is my spiritual views. Your ideal one. 
Yeah, I know. But it was just it was. I a really wonder if book. there's anybody. Yeah, I wonder if there's any. That's fu- that's fun. I wonder if there's anybody who who like really ran with that idea from that from that same book. Oh, I doubt it. Think that no, I you're the only one I who was influenced by this book. Um, no, I'm not saying that it was the cat <laughs> heaven. It was just like an idea of like the afterlife and like just the viewpoints. It kind of yeah. got deep. Yeah. In certain points, so it was, and it was very digestible as nice. an eight year old. Through the through the uh, the lens of being a cat, that's interesting. So then, let's ask you this: Then, if you could be any animal, what would it be? Um, a cat that lived like indoor outdoor. In okay. The woods would be really cool. Indoor, Fair, outdoor. You so you're a cat who lives with like a with like some kind of like hunter guy who lives off the land. Not necessarily, but you know they feed me. I don't have to work. I can just relax in the sun. I can go outside and do whatever I want as a cat. Explore. You know, like that's just the whole. That's the life. That's the life of live the cat. Just living the cat just life. Enjoy their life. Hopefully. Chase a thing. Or they're like very cynical. Really depends on who's cynical. Some cats are very cynical. They all have personality. Yeah, but it's you. We're talking about you. We're not talking about. A well, cat. I wouldn't say I'm cynical. We're talking about cat. You, Lola cat. cat. <laughs> Lola cat lives in the woods with her fam. But you're so you're with. So they feed you. So they're not. So this and this is so funny. Cause but you, I'm allowed to like roam. But because you, you even talked about you even talked about being a cat the way that I think people think about cats, which is they don't really give a shit. Like the only the only thing they have the connection they have with a human is that the human feeds them, and that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what you described. I mean, you're like that's you're like they like, feed me. And then I go do my own thing. Yeah, I mean, that's also my, like, equivalent of a healthy relationship. <laughs> Not really just they feed me, but, like, yeah. having that allowance for freedom. Just let me go do my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feed me, fuck me, talk to me for a little bit. I and like then having someone I can come back to and have, like, a... St- Right. Base <laughs> you come, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go play in the woods. And you don't ask me any questions about who, what mice I ate. You can ask me questions. I like to talk about fun <laughs> things. Who's this? That's a buddy of mine's uh, his great joke he's got uh, about how his cat kept getting fatter, and then uh, <laughs> and then they they would like give him less food. Oh, it was Nate Bargatze. They'd give him less food, and the cat kept getting fatter. And he was like, "Yeah, the cat doesn't tell us if he like ate three mice outside. We still put the food down. Mm-hmm. Like he's like he's like, oh no, don't worry about. It. I ate out. Like he just eats the food." So that's the fun. hedonistic lifestyle of a cat. Yeah. Now, see, I don't know. I, I'm I, I'm still grappling, and this has been the theme of the last couple episodes with this with this idea about cats that I don't think I could fight a cat, and this idea that I think that that cats ultimately are maybe evil, but I'm I'm pretty afraid of cats. Really? Like, yeah. Like I'm not like it's fine if they're coming around, but like I know if it comes down to it, he wins. I actually had a really weird dream last night <laughs> okay. where, um. There was like a jaguar in in the old neighborhood that I used to live in. And I drove through that. I drove through that last night. I was driving, and they had a, it had a Florida Panther crossing <laughs> thing. And then I realized, and then and then a mile later, it said Florida Panther um, refuge. I've never seen a Florida Panther. So I drove. I was so like now. I'm, so it's like it's one a.m. and now I'm like worried. I'm gonna kill a an endangered species and ruin the rental car and like have to worry about this and like and like if i hit it and then i get out where did you go like the everglades yeah basically i was coming from nate i was coming from naples over because okay. i was in tampa so i was crossing gotcha. so you were down alligator alley alligator alley yeah why do they call it that because there's gators yeah there's okay <laughs> yeah well so that was what i thought was interesting was there was all these little huts that used to have alligators in them 
Um, but they're all like closed down now. So you said live alligators, which I don't know if you just go and you check them out. I don't know. I grew up with gators in my backyard, so that was enough for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just come <laughs> out and they're just there eating your cat or whatever? Um, no, I never had animals that were eaten by gators, but uh, there would be like, they would kind of grow in my backyard and then animal control would eventually come and take care of them. If they were little enough, they would, like, take them and re-release them. Yeah. If they were really big, though, from what I heard from my neighbors, because I had never seen this, um, they would, like, just tape up their mouths and just leave them, so. And then leave them? Yeah, I never really did anything when there was a gator in my backyard. They I would just, just tape like, their mouth and be like, well, he's not going to be able to get it off, and then they'd just wait till he dies? I mean, if they were too, if it was too big, because um, it's only one person coming out to, like, relocate these So gators. let's, so let's, so is it, so is this ethical? Is this an ethical thing? Um, Putting duct tape on a, on a, on a, ga- no, on a gator's Mouth like and waiting till he starves to death. That's absolutely enough. <laughs> okay, um, so you wouldn't eat that meat. Is what you're saying? No. <laughs> okay. That sounds like it would be spoiled from torture. Yeah. Even though apparently, see, everything's well. Er, well, and then that's the thing. Once you once you walk into that thing, thing, it's like I, I I half of me wants to have the argument about look when you when you grow it to harvest it, mm-hmm. which is what we're doing with animals. Mm-hmm. Then it how is it any different than corn? Well, here's the thing. I think, you know, with the way that factory farming is going right now, I don't want to contribute to it. It's like they're playing God with these sure. animals. You're sure. literally like birthing things. Yeah. Well, they're doing that, and they're doing, but they're doing that with corn, too. Yeah. Well, you know, we would have more corn to feed people if we stopped feeding the animals the corn. Well, well corn used to have uh, protein and, and, and nutrients in it. Corn we've converted into pure sugar and starch, so yeah, we can fatten like the up the worst stuff. vegetable you can eat. It is now. It yeah, is now. It but is. that, but the uh, the the hol- I don't know. I'm pointing over here. There's nothing over here. But the the, the Halloween corn, the mm-hmm. you know all the different colors and candy corn. Well, the candy corn, no, but all the different oh, you color. Mean like the, uh, that's like um, okay. So they have different corn. In- like well, that we call it because we're stupid and we're racist, we t- and we stole this country from Native Americans. So we call it Indian corn. So that corn, ha- like they were oh, red, purple corn, purple, yeah, and it, so it had like that had actual antioxidants in it. That's what corn used to be. Well, they have um, in Peru, they have a purple drink called I think it's chicha. Um, it's it's made out of corn. Yeah, it's corn and like cloves and cinnamon. Nice spices. Well, it's it sounds really good. That sounds very delightful, actually. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty delightful. <laughs> um. Really Sorry, food. you. I cut your. I cut off your dream. You're I know good. they all want to hear your dream. Oh yeah. So panther going dream. back, uh, there was a panther in my neighborhood, and Th- it wait, was like this injured. is the dream, or you had in your life at another no, time. No, it was. It was, okay, was a dream. Purely in the dream. This happened last night. Freaked me out. <laughs> oh. I think he. W- I think. I think it's real, and I think he was on my fucking roof last night. <laughs> so wait. Well, so there's a panther th- in the neighborhood, and the panther was injured, and like I was trying to like help it, and like me and my partner were trying to help it. But then it was like trying to bite us, so we had to like go away real quick and come back. And then people were like digging a hole under our house with water to like put it in. They were gonna just yeah, they were just gonna like they were just gonna kill him. Throw it in there, and then and then there was a bear, and I watched someone like skin a bear alive. It was really a traumatic. So you you just kind of went down this like rabbit hole of like killing animals that don't deserve to be murdered. Well, it was just like a black bear and a black panther. I kind of don't even want to like look up what that could mean. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, I wonder. So it was just it was very strange. Um, But those are also in my dream. The people won. So there's nothing to be scared. of. The people won. The people won. If the panther wins, it's worse for you. 
Well, I'm no, I'm just saying because you were saying you're kind of scared of cats, you know. Oh, in real life, yeah, but oh no, that's bullshit. If there was a panther in the front yard and it was between me and the panther, there's no way I'm beating the panther. Well, then don't go outside. I won't even beat the like if there was two house cats, I couldn't even win that fight. I don't think. Yeah, just don't go outside. Don't try to separate. Oh, never go outside. (laughs) Never go outside. This seems like yeah. This seems like the the way to go. You're right. Agoraphobia. Yeah, so supposedly agoraphobia, and supposedly that's it's uh, mislabeled. I don't know. It seems like everything that this is what you find out. The more knowledge you get, the more you realize that everything that we know is not what it is. Like um, <laughs> narcolepsy is not the disease that makes you fall asleep. Narcolepsy is a disease where you can't tell if you're tired or not. And the other, there's another disease that's sometimes associated with narcolepsy where you just randomly fall asleep in public. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all of the things that we have in our brains uh, that we were that we were given. Maybe maybe like in like in uh, like in your Mr. Robot show there it was just like perpetrated by somebody else. I mean, and I it's in there, and we're all we're all just pawns of the system. <laughs> and that's why I like the sex industry. And that's why I jump. Is it? <laughs> well, that's interesting. That could be true. Um, because at the end of the day, we're all gonna die. Nothing really matters. You know? Yes. I took mushrooms the other day, and that's and that's what I decided was that nothing matters, and that even even the little bit uh, of difference that I'll make that I think I make every time I get on stage and every time I write a joke and every time I do a thing, even that little bit of difference, ultimately in the grand scope of time, has no significance at all. Any art that I make is going to put very little change in society. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what like people have that argument with me against veganism too, and I'm like. Yeah, you know, at this rate, eventually, human society, like, it's not an environmental thing to, like, save the earth. Yeah. It's more about, like, the human race itself. Yeah. Um, no, we're done. No, we're done. Yeah, like, we're, we're not going to make just, it. We're just, we're totally killing our earth. But the earth will have its cycle. Yeah. No, the earth's going to make yeah, it. Yeah, like, you know, we're it's, it's going to keep it. going on. It's yeah, going to yeah. keep happening. The earth, so, like, no the earth's going to win mm-hmm. for a long time. So, like, down, down the road nothing we do matters. well even okay let's 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 even go if we're going down down the road even when the earth uh you know kicks us our little disease the human disease off of its planet once we get to that point uh eventually the earth's gonna keep going the earth's gonna live longer than the sun but as soon as the sun goes then the earth is gonna then then therefore afterwards die that's all we or well life on earth anyway and then we have no problems no more problems when the sun blows up. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll be lo- we'll be long gone, like we said. Yes. But, but yeah. So, so all of it, all of it, all of it, maybe doesn't matter. You know what? So, <laughs> so, so do drugs or don't do drugs? I don't um, know. I, mushrooms are cool. So make yeah. So yeah. So it's like so so maybe make things. So yeah. So it's, it's like, what's the takeaway on that? It's like, do you do you just go? You know what? None of it matters, and we Try should just end. Or non- you go, none of it matters. So I should just, you know, I should just put this acid into my dick. You know, like it's like a, or whatever. You know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was that was too extreme. Don't put acid in your dick. That's not what you're supposed to do. Don't put acid don't in your dick. Don't puddle your penis, please. Um, <laughs> what is it called? Well, I don't puddle your penis. Puddle. You know, like when. Okay. Getting some mic. We don't know. This is a, <laughs> it's, uh, this is a point I don't want to not have recorded. When when acid is liquid, it's and you pour it in someone's hand. It's called puddling. No, um, I don't know that. No, no, I'm talking about like 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 uh, hallucinogenic acid. Yeah, I'm okay, talking okay, about okay. hallucinogenic. Okay, acid. Okay, just make sure not, not hydrochloric acid. I'm not telling anybody to funnel hydrochloric yeah, acid into their dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. 
definitely not what you want to do. I might be telling someone to do that, though. So Yeah, you. well, I get it, yeah. <laughs> There's a couple people here and there that you're like, listen, if you poured acid in your dick, it wouldn't it wouldn't bother me. Um, OK, wait. So uh, so go back to, to go back to when the, the acid becomes liquid. They pour it in somebody's hand and when they call it puddling. LSD is in its liquid form and you pour it in someone's hand. You're puddling someone. That's what it's called. Because You're pouring a puddle in their hand. And then what do they do with the puddle? I mean, it just gets absorbed into your skin and then oh. you're on for, like, a trippy ride. I've never been puddled, oh. but, like, it's, like, a lot of ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, from just, from what I understand, it's, like, well, so, <laughs> I don't I do not do drugs. Uh, I, I'm afraid Except of the consequences. You, I mean, you just, told, I just, you just did mushrooms. You just did mushrooms. I just did mushrooms. You cannot say. And I was so scared. So I don't do drugs all the time, but I do drugs sometimes. Okay, you're not a free uh, yeah, so so it was my first. It was, I was it was my virgin ride, and it was a buddy of mine, Brett Drex, hilarious comedian. Check him out. Uh, and it was like in safe zone because he's he he gets cluster headaches, and it's, it's legitimately and clinically the only thing that stops those headaches. So he's been uh, Wait, sort what of is? Cl- uh, they're called cluster headaches. So, so mushrooms oh, yeah. are the mushrooms. only things that like stop it. So cool. he's been doing mushrooms to stop cluster headaches for years. But you, you know? can just microdose. Yeah, well, I'm I'm just I'm just defending him from the standpoint that he's done, he's not just like a you know he's not just like a uh, what what do they what do they call that a mushroom head I don't I don't know or just a crazy he's anyway, just the, not lost in the sauce right <laughs> right right so so uh, so I trusted him to control my ride and okay, and be good. there for me cool. that was the point of that um, who's your babysitter he was my babysitter and the, yeah and like uh, and I know my metabolism's like like a, a faster than I I think a lot of people so it was mm-hmm. like it was like three minutes in and I was like hey man um. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm not feeling anything." Yet. And I was like, "Yeah, man, I'm I'm fucking out there right now. You gotta." And and then there was this like one moment where he was like, "You already feeling it?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Oh, I might have given you too much." And there's just like that thing floating in my head. And I was like, and you he's know like, how much he, you do?" He was like, "No, you're gonna be fine." It was it was way more than I would have wanted. Like it was a lot. It was like a handful at least. I like to take like, I mean, like I primarily only like cannabis and weed. Yeah, I don't drink. Um, or. But when it comes to mushrooms, I like to microdose, like take small doses, yeah. or like point three or like point five, makes you feel really fucking happy. Okay, and it's just like you f- you're on a really good feel good level. So you're just like in there, but you're not. But you're not. I would rather take a point five of mushrooms and go out, yeah, to like a club versus like go drinking. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, yeah. I yeah I never I've never been in the position where I felt like any of the drugs were doing something to me that I. Would rather be feeling. Does that make sense? I I'm just I've always be, I've always felt better when I have all of the controls of the things. Yeah, absolutely. No, like no. Some people just love to like, get lost. They just fucking yeah, do the thing and they just fucking like get lost. Get lost. <laughs> well, that that's why you take also, you take acid to yeah. get lost. <laughs> you get lost and just start raging. And that's why you get puddled. Don't get puddled. Okay, so the don't point was puddled. so the point was don't don't drip. Don't do drugs. Don't drip drugs. acid into your dick. Yes. What do you think would happen? Awful. I feel like um oh, I feel like Cuz don't people okay. don't people blow cocaine into into each other's buttholes for um, a better ride? I have no idea. Cocaine is overrated. Is it what? Cocaine is overrated. Don't do cocaine. <laughs> well, I, I watched I watched the, I watched the movie Wolf of Wall Street, and I believe everything I see in films. And Wait, the opening so scene <laughs> of Wolf of Wall Street was him blowing cocaine into this prostitute's butt. So I was like, "That's obviously that's clearly what really happens." Leonardo DiCaprio wouldn't lie Wolf to me. On Wall Street again? I don't remember. You don't remember that part? That's the first scene of the movie. I think I would remember it as him like 
rescuing lines off of something. No, he blew it direct. I, well, I'm gonna pull it up before you leave. I'm pulling up the first scene of the movie. That and actually, this is the, the that movie gave me a theory on 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 enjoying movies because I I saw it. I loved it. It was really cool. The woman in it is is so sexy, and I like that. Was, these were like the little the little sub points for me. It was like mm-hmm. you know when when she was in the scene, Leonardo DiCaprio, DiCaprio was great, and all this stuff. And then I asked my brother-in-law, and he was like, "No, it was awful." And then I was like, "Wait, who did you see it with?" And he saw it with his mom. So, of course, he had a bad experience because the first scene sitting next to his mom <laughs> is Leonardo DiCaprio blowing cocaine into this woman's ass. Well, I feel like that would, first of all, burn and then numb. Maybe. Maybe it was a prequel. I've never done sex. cocaine and I've never had anything blown into my ass, so I don't have any experiences with those. I've never had anything blown into my ass. I was thinking that. I was like... Oh, that's what's going on. <laughs> I was like, have I ever done that? How many people right now are like, I'll blow stuff into your ass. I don't Oh, care. my God. <laughs> I, I don't like, like, I like um, toys and penises. I don't like anything like food or weird objects. Yeah. I never, yeah, I've yeah. never, because I'm always, I, I'm always like weary of the, of the, like, uh, and I'm just looking at a banana now, but like a banana or zucchini, like the, f- I never got into the food. I don't understand the food part. I don't understand why that's a thing. I was thinking about that on the way here, actually. You were thinking um, about? I was thinking about like. Fucking a banana? No, I was thinking okay. about food porn. Um, and and food, actual food, food porn. Food, like in porn. Yeah, yeah not, like, yeah. When not they the, stick like a banana up a Yeah, not, not like, like we Instagram porn. food porn because you're eating good barbecue. Oh. Like actual. I love food porn, though. <laughs> that type of food porn, <laughs> yeah. I. Okay, wait. So, so going back, but so <laughs> food in porn. Yeah. Um, I mean, kudos Fo- to the girls that are like food inside women it. is what we're really talking about. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's definitely um gay porn where they're probably put in a sure. Yeah, sorry. I yeah, I don't mean I don't mean to alienate the audience, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm sp- I was speaking I was speaking autobiograph not autobiographically. There's a lot of people with holes that we can put things in. Yeah. That yeah. are on a large generally, spectrum. yeah. Generally, I'm watching straight. A hundred percent of the time, I'm watching straight porn. I haven't, I haven't really. Uh, I I wouldn't be against watching gay porn. So, I, so I I'm just not. So what type of porn do you watch? It's tough. So here's here's what I found out about myself, especially especially going through this process of talking to porn stars. Mm-hmm. Is is I'm really excited about somebody I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. So whatever site I have, and, and the sites change sometimes from, from time to time. And then, and then I actually offended uh, Raquel Roper yesterday because um, she, she's only interested in like the stuff that people are buying because this is her profession. So, yeah. and I guess so I get where she's coming from, but my, my porn tastes are that, you know, I go to the free site and I look up, you know, whatever it is. And I'm not, and I've never Shame. like, I've never thought of the financial repercussions. I just assume that, the the money people are being you know making is on the front end like it is with comedy and then that's what but apparently I'm I'm ripping people off uh, so well, don't do that so pay for your porn but my point is wh- whoever the new th- person is that I've never mm-hmm. seen before I'm like obsessed I'm mm-hmm. like who is this and then I'll pull up a, I'll pull up the scene and I'll pull up the name and it, you know it'll categorize by the name and if there's no other scenes I'm like oh <laughs> this is our first scene like I I don't know why I get really excited about that. Some people do. Some people. It's are just. Like, I, I think it's like a male. I feel like it's an uh, um a more kind of like authentic. In oh, not even actually no. My first porn. I feel like I you um um I was nervous. No, it's not <laughs> even, and it's not, tell. and it's not. And let me let me clarify. It's not about that. It's that it's their first scene. It's more about that. Like in my head, this is this is a girl I've never been with. You know, 
like <laughs> like somebody like somebody who okay. somebody who I've known like their career you know somebody some of the veterans like I've seen them over time uh, and and for me it's like oh you know like oh of course I have I have her I can go back to her at any time but this is like it's like you know I don't know it's yeah, a weird I can dig it I can dig it it's a weird thing it's like it's just a dude thing we just want to fuck something new that's kind of yeah I guess women have that too but also like what you like new girls but then you're primarily watching like regular like boy girl scenes yeah yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I think it's. I'm. It's all. Be- it's all boy girl stuff now. Yeah, I mean, the, but there's the, you know your tastes change over time. Yeah, right? absolutely. So there was there were times when I was just, I guess I was probably watching girl girl stuff. There was, well, I mean, there was times when I was just watching softcore stuff, and that mm-hmm. was enough. Mm-hmm. You know, just locked HBO you know. porn. Oh yeah, the <laughs> Showtime Cinemax on Sunday night, on God's Day. They oh, would late night, that. yeah, yeah, late night into Saturday into Sunday. There was that was the I would stay up late and lock the door and get through puberty. That was that was the way. What do you watch? I watch like really hardcore porn. Um, I like watching like gangbangs. Yeah, um, I like watching. Um, I primarily watch like gangbangs, DPS. Yeah, um, really like intense penetration. I sure. just like a lot of visual stimulation. I like a lot of like BDSM. Yeah, kink dot com. Nice. Hookup Hotshot, I like that site. Um, What's it called? Hookup Hotshot. Hookup Hotshot. Um, just because like I like the whole aesthetic of it. Yeah. Um, but it's I like rough porn where people look like they're actually like genuinely enjoying themselves. Yeah. Um, that's a big thing for me. So, authentic the authenticity of it. Yeah, you know, even if like. Shit, you could totally not be enjoying yourself. It's a job at the end of the day. But, yeah. like, if you look like you're enjoying yourself and you look like you're having a good time. Yeah. And you're acting well. <laughs> um, That really turns me on when the yeah. girl looks like she's happy. Yeah. I'm with, I'm with you on that for sure. I've been, I've been in ones where it's like... Because uh, the whole... Part of the process is like you're trying to to you know you, you you're well you go either way you're either like oh I'm just watching these people do it, or sometimes you put yourself in the scene but either way it's like yeah you want both people to be mm-hmm. fucking the shit out of each other like they you know I don't know there's not a better way to, to say that but like <laughs> really uh, both giving it their all nobody mm-hmm. wants to be having sex with somebody who's not giving it their all nobody wants to be giving it their all and then look at the person and they're like yeah guess, you're doing nothing for me uh, I guess it depends on what you're doing you know if you're if you're if the person that is bottoming, taking whatever, um, if they're all totally bonded up, yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> then I, you, I don't care. You like c- you could just wiggle a little bit and I'll be happy. Sure, <laughs> sure. I guess that's fair. That's a fair point. Uh, yeah. But you know, when you're in pretty intense bondage, uh, your reactions are, I feel more intense. Yeah. Well, I don't have any experience on that. I can't. I can't relate or unrelate to that. All I know is that I'm gonna. Drip acid into my balls, <laughs> into my penis. Later, I'm gonna put all my myself. As long as at the end of the day you're a decent person. <laughs> is, that, is that really what it is? That's, That's really as long <laughs> at the end of the day you're like. As long as the end of the day I don't I don't go and tape an alligator's mouth shut, then I'm you know. Yeah. Then I can do whatever I want with my acid and my and my penis and my butthole. I mean, I'm not gonna tell you what to do with your body <laughs> or what to put in it or not put in it. Put in it. I'm not gonna endorse putting acid <laughs> here. <laughs> I mean, like, I'll endorse putting like. Sa- 
sounds into your penis. Sounds? Yeah, sounding. What is that? Okay, so. Holy I shit. I love talking okay, to men on. that don't know Okay, about let's do this. Sounding. Um, when you take like a metal rod. Oh my God. And okay. you, you have to be super sterile because it's going in your urethra. Yeah. But it's like being jerked off from the inside out. Oh God, what? The, the orgasms are really explosive. So how do I, how would I have an orgasm while there's something basically blocking my barrel? Well, once it comes out. It just goes everywhere. It's like a fountain. It's like a volcano. So how do you get the how do you get the rod out without hurting yourself? It's an in and out. You use lube. It's a surgical lube. <sighs> this all seems scary. It makes some people nervous. It seems it's, very scary. It's very interesting because you can like see the rod inside. All right. I, <laughs> it's a, I don't know. I don't know if anybody if anybody else has that like has that like sort of like cringe like like uh, my, I start to turtle as soon as we, you start talking about putting things into my. Penis. Well, you were just talking about putting. I things know, in your but dick. I but All in right, my so head it was very theoretical. It was well, very, this is this very is very theoretical. Real. I'm not this, gonna actually put a sound in your dick. But this so. is but it's, no. But you're telling me people are doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not so it's not theoretical at all. People are doing it. Definitely. It's happening people, right now. Somewhere in this neighborhood might be doing it. It's crazy. All right, how do people find you? People are going to go, what's it called? Huh? Rotting? What did you call it? Sounding. Sounding. People are going to go Google that. While they're Googling that, how do they? How can they find you? How can they follow you? What's your What's your hashtags? And Well, I don't have any porn of me sounding anyone yet. <laughs> no, not of you <laughs> sounding them, but now that they're on the internet, how do we follow you? Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, yeah. what are the things? Um, Twitter, I think it's Faye underscore Lola, and then Instagram, it's Lola.Faye. Um, I have a Tumblr. Lola you have a Tumblr? Okay. Do you have a Tumblr? It's the same Tumblr as like from when I was fourteen. Yeah. So you can what? So, <laughs> so go see what go see what your interests were. Go see all my teenage angst. Oh, that's funny. Uh, um, and then I um, Snapchat, Pinterest. Where do you? Where, any other places Snapchat, you want people to um, follow you? LilithAXOX, I think is the Snapchat. Uh, Pinterest is really. Irrelevant. <laughs> like I don't need y'all to follow my Pinterest. Like, that's <laughs> but you have one. I have a Pinterest. It's Foxy <laughs> Yogi. If you want to follow it, oh, but, that's funny. Um, you know, I guess it's. What do you probably. pin? What kind of things do you pin? Vegan recipes that I'll never so cook. Um, nails. A lot of like essential oil. Uh, like okay, <laughs> interesting. Like, some like. Chakra stuff. I don't okay, know. Okay, very cool. <laughs> like well, whatever I'm looking so for information or a visual inspiration. Okay, yeah. It's all that's all it is. It, yeah, I always look, I go on Pinterest thinking that I get to get more information. I think I don't understand Pinterest still. And so then I get on there and then there's no other places to go. It's just, I don't know. I don't understand Pinterest. I just think it's fun. I just think it's a fun, it's the funniest one to, to pretend to, to plug. And but to now, pretend to plug. But now you, but now you've, but now you told them to check out your Pinterest. So now I'm, uh, I'm I'm at a loss for words because you you just you you know checkmate you you win you win the interaction. <laughs> okay, cool. I like how that ended. Um, <laughs> you won. Uh, I've been conquered. Uh, so this is the Porn Stars or People podcast. Uh, we're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, a bunch of the other places. Wherever you found us, we're on the other one. Uh, check out our YouTube clips. Uh, we got some fun stuff from this from this episode. Oh. Uh, I accidentally just cracked all of my <laughs> knuckles at the same time. Uh, and I made a porn star cringe, so that's good. Check out the hashtag porn stars or people. Uh, we got some fun stuff uh, from today that we'll put on Snapchat and on Instagram. 
Um, we'll try to bring you fun, great, engaging content as much as we can. I'm Dan Frigolette. I'm a comedian. Check out my website. I'm very funny. I'm playing all over the country. I'd like you guys to come check me out. Thank you so much for listening.